Hey guys, Ellie here. Before the top of the episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that there's some audio issues halfway through this episode or almost near the end where, because Justin did not plug in his headphones, you can kind of hear my voice double sometimes. It's fine. I don't really talk that much during this episode. So, I mean, that's good news on both ends. Um, but it, it was very difficult and kind of uh, a hassle to edit. So I kind of left a lot of that in. Hope you guys don't mind it too much. Also, by the release of this episode, this is Election Day in America. So if you are an American and you are registered to vote, and if you're not registered to vote, you should have registered to vote, but uh, you should be voting today if you have not already. Go out, vote, do the thing. Uh, vote for the people, for those of us who can't vote in this country or can't vote anywhere in the world. It's your civic duty and whatnot. You, you, you guys know the spiel. Anyway, have fun. Uh, go vote and then enjoy this episode. All right, bye. I've got a hunger twisting my stomach into knots that my tongue is tied off. Welcome to We Have the Facts, one novice's guide to all things death, cap, acuity, and one expert's reflection over 20 years of history. I'm your novice, Ali Abdul and with me, as always, is my co host and death cap expert, Justin Tachi. How's it going, guys? Hey! Okay, so. We're back. We missed a week because things happened and we're busy. Uh, <laughs> we don't even come up with excuses anymore. We're just like shitty to them. We're just like, fuck it. Sometimes we're here and sometimes we don't get over it. Yeah, we're like shitty abusive boyfriend. That's how we roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> this podcast is getting triggering. You know what? You know what? No, 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 no. Shitty abusive girlfriend. Um, Hashtag feminism. Sure, sure. <laughs> Both genders can be equally shitty. Um, we have a guest again this episode, uh, our good friend, roommate, and, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, show favorite? Is, is that our frequent friend? Our, uh, guest extraordinaire? Yep. George Andrews! Hi, George! Hey! Hi, everyone! It's great to be back. <laughs> uh, George is actually not supposed to be on this episode, but he is, uh, he pulled through like a trooper. Yes, so yeah, today... you know, because uh, some people aren't shitty friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today we're talking about the Death Cab Tour. George and Justin saw Death Cab in Boston on October, October something. October 14th, there we go. At the Wang Theater. Which, which we is... understand was a long time ago. <laughs> so fair with us. <laughs> to be fair, uh, so, so it was the first night of the... Because uh, they were doing a lot of double dates in, ta- in towns. And this was the first, we went to night one of the of the show at the Wang Theater. Yeah. Um, my friend, our, our friend, and uh, show friend, really sh- show, show friend, friend, show friend, the whole show's friend. Yeah, the whole show's friend because she's been on the podcast in the past for the plans episode. Mm. Uh, Rachel Pearson, if you'd like to listen to that episode, it's amusing. Um, wow, you're really downgrading it. To, uh, it's a uh, amusing. <laughs> Anyway, she was supposed to come to the show with me, and it was going to be her first time seeing Death Cab in, like, my, I think, 10th or 12th. I don't even know anymore. Um, I, um, she called me day before and said she was sick. So uh, I enlisted the uh, show favorite of uh, – we have the fact show favorite of everybody's, George Andrews. You know, and it was really exciting, and, you know, let's just actually talk about this because – I mean, this is quite a story, to be fair. So, a little background for everyone. And actually, if you listen to my past episodes, you'll know a little bit about this. But back in July, 
show friend Erica and I bought tickets to see one of our favorite Colombian singers, Jay Balvin, at Aganis Arena over at BU, where we all went to school. And we've been looking forward to it for months. You know, like we bought the tickets four months in advance. So excited. Night. No, maybe like four or five days before the show, we were all out getting drinks at the Hawthorne, you know, nice cocktail bar. We were having a great time. You know, we hadn't, you know, the three of us like been hanging out in like a hot minute. And Erica, you know, very nonchalantly turns over to me and, you know, says, oh, my God, aren't you excited for Thursday? Jay Balvin, like, you know, it's here. It's finally here. And my heart drops. It drops to the floor because, you know, the show might not know this. You all out there, I mean, literally, you know, three, four, five days before, she tells me it's a Thursday. I, for the last four months, thought it was the Wednesday because I had to go that Thursday morning. I had to get up at 4 a.m. to fly down to Nashville for one of my very, very, very dear friend's bachelorette parties. In Nashville. <laughs> uh, let's let's interject. He complained the whole fucking time before he had to leave. Well, so. to be fair, he complains anytime he travels anywhere. He's super excited to travel and complain about every, about every I mean, that's fair. We are you and me are the Anthony Bourdains of But of, but Justin, no. <laughs> but Justin, you can attest to how heartbroken I was. Yes, you when were I found out. You were very upset about this. I was visibly upset. Berkeley had to bring over some mezcal for us. To calm me down. Which tastes like smoke haddock. It really did taste like... It tasted like that smoke haddock from The Haven. Um, For those of you who don't know, in Jamaica Plain, where we live, where Ali used to live, there's a Scottish pub called The Haven, and Ali and I went once, did a tasting menu. It was lovely. But we had a smoked haddock soup, and literally this mezcal tasted exactly like that. I feel like we're. this has become the most specific episode we've done yet where you have because referenced the, the bars and restaurants and waiters no <laughs> what if the people want to come by and like i don't know creep on us while they're having a nice no one no office. one's creeping on us george we're not that no. popular <laughs> what are they gonna do a we have the facts tour and go yeah. to like little things I think, go by to. the way everyone <laughs> At Not Spanish Jorge on everything. Like, Venmo me $500. I'd be happy to do the tour. <laughs> wow. George has taken the show off the... Thanks for coming on, like, one of the last, like, episodes yeah, of this he, run. He just does. To no, but back to the story. So I was heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken, like, near death about not being able to go to J Balvin. The next day when Rachel texts to say that she can't go to Death Cab... You know, it was like everything fell into place, right? So our good friend Caroline got to go to J Balvin instead of me, and then I got to go with Justin, you know, to see this culminating experience of this podcast that we've all been going through for the last few months, and, you know, see a Death Cab live. See see a Death Cab. (laughs) I saw a Death Cab this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I went to a Death Cab, he Death Cab, she Death Cab, we Death Cab. That's how grammar works, folks. Okay, okay, okay. So... uh, you saw a death cab. Um, mm-hmm. It was fun. We had a great time. We got pretzels. We did get pretzels. The pretzels were a very good call. I was very, they really uh, were. I was very hungry. They <laughs> really were. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I was excited for the show. I thought it was going to be, I mean, it's a new album show, so thank you for today. Um, 
I expected heavy on the thank you for today, which they delivered on. But I feel like it was 50-50, like the classics. And yeah, no, I mean, the half the set was, it, was, it was half and half, but it was it was still, they did like seven songs. Whereas like in the past, the set list? The Kintsugi tour, they only did four Kintsugi songs, which, to be fair, that's all I really wanted. And, um, it's, I think and play did, another one. Yeah, but they did like a good amount of the classics, and I think that's what you're really looking for. Yeah, so, um, all right, George. You you had impre- you you had ideas of what the show would be like. How was the show show as a whole for you? I mean, I think for me the show was I was pleasantly surprised. It's not that I dislike Death Cab, but it, they're definitely you know not the type of band that I would normally go to see, right? So I had you know not misconceptions per se, but I was unsure how to feel. I was excited to go because we were going you know I was going with Justin. You know, and he's a huge Death Cab fan. And I was just, you know, excited to spend time together and, you know, experience something new. But they really delivered. They put on, I want to say, a great show. And I was pleasantly surprised. No, no, I I mean, I've seen them many times before. Uh, This uh, is probably the second time with the new band members. No, third time. Because uh, I saw them at Riot Fest, and I also saw them in Madison Square Garden with uh, David Depper and Zach Ray. And um, uh, I mean, I still think the band sounds tighter than ever with uh, than without uh, Chris Walla. So uh, I mean, I guess we can dive into the set list a little bit. I can give a little bit more of a um, uh, uh, deep dive, and George can cut in on any songs he wants to particularly talk about. But um, so they did a 24-song set with a four-song encore. Um, they opened with I Dreamt We Spoke Again, which I, I mean, I don't like surprises, so I always check out the set list of, of previous dates to uh, check out any show, really, um, because I, I'm i boring and uh, old. So I also want to see if I can cut out early and uh, see if I can skip the traffic. <laughs> Newsflash, kids, we say it from beginning to end. Which does not happen. We don't know. Do it doesn't. We, we don't always do leave early, even for Lord which I would say, you know, was probably one of the best concerts this year. That's fair. Uh, I would put it at a, t- a top five. I mean, one being Radiohead, but, you know. But, well, at the time, <laughs> so at, back in March when we saw Yeah, Bruno, no, I agree. I agree. I, I, no, April, sorry. Yeah, April. But I'd say that was the best concert of the year so far. To be point. fair, it was at a year point. in the making, literally. It literally was. <laughs> Folks, we bought those tickets in May 2017. <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, oh yeah, no. No, it was May 2017. Yeah, because yeah, it was the, after we heard about the tour, she announced something. But the tickets didn't go on sale until after we got back from Portland. Yeah, no, it was a whole What thing. the fuck did you just do? I dropped my phone, okay? I thought we could, like, go without noticing it, but, like, now we have to talk about it, and now I can't cut it out. <laughs> Don't cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> You're just an idiot. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Anyway, diving into the set list. <laughs> um, I noticed that um, the first track for, I think, the whole tour so far, um, at least for the first leg of the tour, was I Dreamt We Spoke Again, which I thought was a really cool um, introduction to the show. Introduction to the band as a new band for people that hadn't seen the new members in the band. Um, it felt like it kicked it in on a dancing note and kind of gave everybody that uh, postal service feel. Um, then we cut into Summer Years, which is my favorite song off the new record. So I was very excited about that. I thought the uh, guitar 
uh, delivered really well on that. Um, kind of slowed it down from the first track, which um, kind of started at a, I wouldn't say fast note, but quicker note. Um, but then we really kicked it up a notch and went into probably one of my favorite tracks on uh, Kintsugi, which is uh, Ghost of Beverly Drive, which I thought was a really cool way to just keep the momentum going. And they even kept it going with, right after that, Long Division, which... As we all know, Ali hates because... It's not my least favorite song. I just think it disappoints. <laughs> um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Like, Ben, <laughs> ben really? <laughs> I expect better My mom? <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, and then we cut into a slow track, which is title and registration. I lost my shit because it's one of my favorite songs. And this is where we have to take a pause. <laughs> Why? Because the next track is, I think, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Sorry, Ben Gibbard. Gold Rush is the worst Death Cab track wow. of all time. I was about to say the last two songs I don't like. I don't care that much. The well, title and the is like, good. But and let me give you some context on this, because I feel like if I had just, if this was the first time that I had heard it, I wouldn't hate it. But over the summer, my friend Juliana and I went on a cross-country road trip for 12 days from Boston to San Francisco. The entire time, we, li we listened to the XM satellite radio, like the, alternative, the station. alternative station. And Gold Rush played twice every hour. I'm a every fan of Gold Rush. day for 12 days. I, think, I don't think it's a bad song. And by the end, I wanted to shoot myself in the mm. head. Not on board for this. It is just far too repetitive. It is far too... It's honestly far too radio for Death Cab, to be quite honest. No, I, I mean, they made a radio song. That's uh, that's, that's yeah. what happened. But I mean, they made a radio song about, I don't know, how, how much they wish Jeff Bezos would climb up their booty hole. Like, who knows? I disagree. But I understand. I understand and I respect that you enjoy the the record, but I'm just letting everyone know that it's trash. You're wrong. To the point where, honestly, on the drive home from the concert, our Uber driver was a guy who had gone to the concert with us, was replaying the set list on the drive home, and when we got to the song, I turned over and complained to Justin, and this poor older guy who's so nice, he's probably, you know, in his late 40s, you know, like, aging hipster guy, was just, like, so apologetic and, you know, just immediately changed the song. And in order to make him feel better, I had a lovely chat with him about the Smiths and Johnny Marr and how he was coming to town. So he was okay. <laughs> oh, no, he was okay in the end. Yes. Um, all right, so George loved Gold Rush. He was dancing up on the seat. That's, that's what was going on. <laughs> I took my top off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Tassels and everything. Um... Then we cut into Crooked Teeth, which is probably one of my favorite plays on uh, Plans. And then we cut to a real deep cut, which is Company Calls, and we have Facts, which uh, I that song is just a banger. And Did you say that's I, a deep I, cut? I, what? Did you say that's a deep cut? Yeah. Isn't that like the most popular song off of that album? No. I would say Title Tracker 405 is. Okay, I I thought like I would say company calls epilogue is bigger than company calls. All right, fair enough. 
epilogue is bigger than the eponymous track. To be fair, yes. the epilogue is a better song. We've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we cut into No Sunlight, which is probably one of my least favorite tracks on... Um, what? I on like Air that Star. song. No. <laughs> I no. like that song. No. What are no. you talking about? No, no, no. Not think it. it has nothing to say, and it doesn't... It's it doesn't... a cute track. <laughs> So you're against Gold Rush, but this one's where you draw the line? Yeah. No. <laughs> to be fair, guys. George's titties were flapping in the air. It was <laughs> tassels. It was crazy. <laughs> crazy. So anyway, we cut into um, what Sarah said. I got a very emotional, as I always do during that song. Um, it is a heart-wrenching just uh song about mortality and uh i felt the feels um then cut into a song that i was interested in how the fuck they were gonna pull this off 60 and punk ben actually didn't play any instrument during it he rare which he rarely does he just took the mic and was singing into the crowd and i loved it i thought it i thought it was a pretty transformative song and played well alive i was pleasantly surprised um, I was also surprised that it was in the middle of the set. But uh, then they played I'll Possess Your Heart. If you follow the Instagram at the Facts Pod, you'll know that I posted a video of the song and said eight minutes or bust because there's no fucking reason that you should play the radio edit. It is bullshit. Did they play the radio edit or not? They, no, 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 no. They, they delivered. No, they, they delivered. They, no, I, they, they played the eight minutes. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, then they played uh, another new track, You Moved Away, which I thought was pretty good. Um, Black Sun, another favorite track of, of a Kintsugi. I thought that that was fun and gave a little, you know, a little bit more new age death cab. But then we cut it back to Expo 86, which is probably one of my favorite tracks on Translanticism. And um, that was, that, that's always a treat to hear live because they don't play that a lot. Northern Lights, um, I thought it was a pretty interesting cutaway from Expo 86. And, mm-hmm. And then they cut into Doors Unlocked and Open, which is a very mad track for me, but I can see how that plays well live because it's kind of repetitive and just like kind of a, a, a moving track, kind of like a driving track. So it kind of makes sense. And then they kind of broke into the last three tracks of the main set, which were Cat, Soul Meets Body, and then Sound of Settling, which was just a whole... With, yeah, yeah I mean, that was, everybody goes that, crazy, yeah, me that, included. Yeah, those three that, that made everybody fucking lose their shit. Which, mm-hmm. uh, to be I expected... Mean, come on, when Betty goes... Soulmates,body,ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba
And he actually, in the bridge, cut into a verse from Silly Girl from the Descendants who had played earlier that day at the festival, which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, which shows that the punk roots and all the things that go into Death Cab is not just just blatant alternative. It's it's also other things as well. Um, then we cut into When We Drive, which is a fun song off the new record. I didn't, I didn't dislike hearing that. Um, then the last two tracks, we got Tiny Vessels, and of course we close with Transatlanticism, which, I mean, is always... I, I think the only contender for last song that they could play that's be- that I would put equal to that is... Uh, honestly, now I would say 60 and Punk could easily be the last song. And also, um, because I mean that kind of wraps it up, also Brothers in a hotel- on a Hotel Bed. All right. Sounds like Portland. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Do you guys think you two are podcasting's favorite couple? Oh, 100%. Like, Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson can go fuck themselves. Okay. Hey, we're not throwing not, shade at the throwing shade host. Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson are amazing. Don't you dare. Off the throne. Um, so, yeah. Uh... What shows do we have coming up next? Well, you got a show on Sunday. Yeah, so tomorrow, um, Erica, podcast friend, and I are going to see Jimmy Carr down at the Wilbur, so that's going to be a fun time. I'm going to a show that Ali wishes he could be at next, which is at, oh. on November 8th. I am going to see the sad girl trio known as Boy Genius yeah. and also all their solo sets. So Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers, and Lucy Darkus. Well, Which since is we brought- very exciting. Then at the towards the end of the month, like right after Thanksgiving, um, we're going to see uh, the Menzingers. Yeah, which and is very exciting. I'm very excited about that. Uh, we will be yelling and screaming to all the dad rock. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, before that show, I will be seeing Saves the Day and Kevin the Kevin Divine, which will be awesome. Um, funny thing about Boy Genius, well, not funny, but kind of sad today. I got the final pre-order, and it came completely cracked in half. Oh boy, that's fun. So I had to send. Uh, I think uh, Julian Baker might have given it a little love chomp in that big yeah. mouth of hers. <laughs> Don't insult. We do not insult Julian Baker on the show. This gets a little, edited uh, out. A little love chomp. We edit any. <laughs> nope. This is gonna get edited out. Don't even bother. We do not insult Julian Baker on the show. Anyway, I was a little bummed. I was looking forward to spitting it, um, but I emailed the Matador uh, Records uh, customer service, so we'll see if they're uh, good about shit. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, end with the uh, podcast. Rec- uh, no, I mean, uh, our recommendations. Well, I would like to before we do that. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to cut into our next episode, which me and Ali have been painstakingly pulling together. Is the I hope people want to hear it because I love these kinds of episodes. Is the album ranking and t- ten song ranking between the two of us. Um, we're going to spit back and forth and just kind of talk about the records, talk about what our rankings are. Uh, also the songs I have been scribbling and fucking crossing shit out and it has been very hard. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been a really hard time even for me. Like I've put a lot of, I'm taking this very seriously. I know people are going to be angry with me based on what I end up saying, but I want you to know I took it very seriously and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about it next episode. So, 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 so you mean like gold rush number one? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if Gold one, Rush Ollie. is on my list or uh, not. If I had to pick Ali's number one, I'm going to give you a prediction. Uh, Ali's number one album, I think, is going to be Plans. 
We can do predictions. We're not going to yeah, say... We can do some predictions, whether or okay. not it's true. Yeah, okay. Is that fair? If it's true, sure. edit it out. Yeah. Well, it's not even true. I mean, we can always... Yeah, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. Go ahead. Um, also, top song. Ah, shit. I think... I'm saying Gold Rush. No. It's got to be... I think it might be what Sarah said. Okay, well, join us next week to find out if Justin got it right or wrong. Yeah, and... um. Why? You're not going to guess mine? Oh, your favorite album is Transatlanticism, and your favorite song is, uh, oh boy, uh, maybe Transatlanticism, maybe I'll Follow You Into the Dark, I don't know. Maybe title track? <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll have to tune into the next episode and find out. Um, I will say, please, uh, if you would like to let us know what your favorites are, how you'd rank the albums, email us at wehavethefactpod at gmail.com. And also, you can always comment and follow us at um, uh, we have the facts at we have the facts pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I guess let's just cut into our usual. Uh, what are you listening to, Ali? And what podcasts? What shows? What are you What are you doing? Uh, all right, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Two. It's awesome. It's it's a lot like the first one. If you like the first one, you'll love this one. It's a great game. Okay. Um, I am. What am I currently listening to? Uh, so the new Touche and More live record came out. It was the 10-year anniversary and thousandth show. They recorded the album. I mean, they recorded that that show live, which was really cool. The region, the region in um, LA, which is where they're from. Um, I, I mean, I know it's whatever, but I really like the new Morrissey cover of uh, the uh, the Pretenders. Uh, Back on the Chain Gang, which is a pretty fun song. And uh, show-wise, I, in one night, finished all of the new season of House of Cards. Very cool. George? Yeah, so um, as far as podcasts are going, actually, there's a really very, very cool nude podcast by two girls from Boston who actually just recently hit me up on Insta. Yes. Sliding into the DMs. No, but um, it's called Murder in the Morning. It's very up my alley. These two fine ladies are doctoral students in clinical psychology. And every week they go over, you know, a new murderer, whether they be a serial killer, whether it be like a one-off. Um, you know, they write these people letters. They do their research. You know, they do follow-up in future episodes. I listened to the first episode, you know, it really drew me in and, you know, I'm excited, you know, just to be involved in this Boston podcasting community. So wait, is this, a, is this a ripoff of Karen Kilgariff's My, Fa- My Favorite Murder? I mean, I don't think so because they're really, they're going much more in depth. Okay. I think. Okay. Um, and they're going at it from a very academic perspective. Um... Well, and also George is giving us shit because they have, like, professional photography done and they have a producer, whereas we're just, you know, we're DIY, baby. Yeah, very, very yeah, low budget. Yeah, I'm trying to weasel into that professional world. <laughs> Son of a bitch. George, go ahead and plug your blog. Yeah, so the blog is SyrianAmericanKitchen.blogspot.com. We've gotten a lot more new and exciting posts since I plugged it the last time. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at NotSpanishJorge. That's N-O-T-S-P-A-N-I-S-H. 
J-O-R-G-E, at Not Spanish Jorge, Syrian American Kitchen at blogspot.com. Also, feel free to slide into the DMs if you guys are interested in a We Have the Facts tour of Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess one thing I do want to bring up, because I think it's an interesting story, and I think some of our listeners would find it funny, um, or interesting at least. So I went to this new um, salad place, uh, salad smoothie. Uh, you don't like eat salads. What, who are you kidding? Uh, no, I, I can attest. We went there this morning, actually. Ooh, breakfast salad. <laughs> and I went there before, well, morning. It was like one. I mean, it was like 1 o'clock, but it's morning for Justin. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, because I did spend from 11.30 till 7 in the morning watching all of the new season of House of Cards last night. And while he was napping this morning, <laughs> I watched the first half of the new season of Sabrina on Netflix. Very exciting. You're very mad, though, that Salem doesn't talk. I'm extremely mad that Salem doesn't talk, but that can be a whole other episode on its own. <laughs> um, anyway, cutting back to the story. So uh, the, the, the shop is called Carrot Flower. I saw the owner. This is before – I went one time before I went with George, um, and I had to ask um, the owner or person who seemed like the owner. I was like, all right, I got to ask is the name of the restaurant called this because of the Neutral Milk Hotel songs, Carrot uh, Flower Part 1 and then Carrot Flower Part 2 and 3. And she said, yes, that's my favorite band. So, um, oh, also, nice. I noticed that there are uh, Weezer references, um, uh, Pixie references, and, uh, and Para-Ubru uh, references to all of the smoothie names. So I thought that was super fucking cool. And, uh, very JP. Very, very JP. Uh, so if you're ever in JP, check out Carrot Flower. All right. Well, uh, how do you want to end the show, Justin? Uh, I mean, if you want to play a song, uh, I'm down to suggest something. George, do you have something? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so right now, I mean, why don't we put on, you know, the new Morrissey? Why don't we put on uh, Chain Gang? Yeah, back in the chain gang. Back in the chain gang. That's what I was going to suggest anyway. (laughs) All right, let's do that. We'll end with that. Um, Join us next week. We're going to talk rankings. We've got a few more cool things planned. We've got uh, a unique episode coming up after that. We have our Twilight episode coming out hopefully soon. We're excited. We're going to do a lot of cool things. It's not happening. I will not be a part of it. It's definitely happening. The fans demand it. You saw we're starting the thing. I'm willing to host the Twilight episode. (laughs) Yeah, you might have a new co-host for that one. (laughs) I mean, if if George is going to be a co-host, I'm going to like just replace you with George after that then. Fine. That's fine with me. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. uh, Hear you guys. Hear us next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Breaking the battle was your power 